Gentlemen, welcome. Welcome to a live podcast of Beyond the Blade. I don't even want to call this a podcast. This is going to be, I don't know. What is this going to be, Anthony? I don't even know what the name for this is. This is this is ridiculous at this point. This, this, is, <laughs> this is going to be an acceptance journey to the land known as Rock Bottom. We just have to decide which one of us is SpongeBob and which is Patrick. <laughs> Do we have to like spit between like every other word? Is that how this works? Yeah, yeah, definitely. This is. <laughs> I don't. It I wouldn't don't be even... any less nonsensical than what Terry Pagula said today. Oh it would my... sound probably as normal if I we mean, just blew raspberries between words. Right. I mean, it's it's convenient with everything that happened with the whole game that happened today. <laughs> so fitting. It's. I'm the dude talking about Tim Hortons and breakfast and. <laughs> That Housley was a good player, like what? And, and how perfect was it that it was the day we're playing Ottawa, the team whose owner said the that nonsensical line last year. Having a team is like moving a team's like moving a McDonald's. You don't want to, but you could, but you don't want to. It's like what the hell? I think they have to like reference fast food chains to like make their sponsorship quotas, and this is just maybe how they did it, um, or or it's just the sign of an, an inept owner. But uh, yeah, what the hell? <laughs> Yeah, it. I, I, I don't. I honestly like on it, the, the technical issues we had to get because we wanted to do this twenty minutes ago. Yeah. Uh, and the technical issues we had, I think, has only made me more angry. Not to mention that my kid hid my computer on me, which also delayed <laughs> ten minutes. It's. Oh my God. But I, I mean, I, I am. I, I guess you shouldn't do a podcast when you do this, but I am literally lost for words. I, I, I just, I, I don't know what to say anymore at this point. I mean, I. I the coach shouldn't be the coach anymore by like noon tomorrow. Like I'm being serious though. Like I know, I know. I'm like Bottero should be sitting way. at the bottom of the plane with like his pink slip in hand when they arrive tonight. Like, right? You would think so. It's it won't happen. No, it <laughs> it probably won't. But like, I just I don't even know where, to, where, where I don't have any faith anymore. Like I am broken, dude. I am. I thought last year broke me. I really did, and I am just. I, I, Chad, I, we have to. We really. I'm not even like. I'm only forty percent kidding here. We might have to prepare ourselves for a reality where the 2019-20 season starts, 
and Phil Housley's behind the bench, and Jeff Skinner is not, not sitting a, in front there's of him. Not a chance. I mean, the Skinner part, whatever. There is not a chance this guy is a coach next season. I'm really? saying it right now. You can I, write I it wish, down. I wish you can so quote badly. Me. You I wish can so badly I had that optimism. No, there's not a chance, guys. The coach next season. Anthony, I'm not even oh, sure this guy's the coach right. by the next game, let alone Chad, next season. I, Chad, I hope you're right, dude. I do more than anything. I just hit, dude. Our our owner just in in front of the world just sounded like fucking Ralph Wiggum, like Michael <laughs> Scott. Okay, I, I mean, like, do you really have? A shred of faith that there's any kind of a do, do you? I mean, I could just see Terry Pagula not wanting to fire like one of his favorite players. The first thing he said today was he was a great player, so he'll get it. Uh, Wayne Gretzky, the greatest player, was maybe the worst coach. It's like yep. Terry, you realize there is zero correlation yep. there, right? Like zero historical correlation. I have such a sinking, dreading feeling. That we're going to be the whole fan base is just going to be completely detached next season. I I, I I hope to God I'm wrong. There's no way they could sell it. I mean, there, there they, is no I, I way get, you could, they it. could sell it. Chad, you don't have to convince me, man. I I, I they lose season ticket holders, but again, unless in the lottery, I mean, that's the only way to the, save people at this point. I mean, sure. win the lottery again for the second year to save sure. you. Sure. But again, you're operating under the assumption that we're guided by a competent <laughs> captain, which we are so clearly not. What about what about this team from a team level, man? Okay, Forget, let's get back to the coach because we know where that is. Like, that, that, but like the team itself, I mean, I just fine. They played good against New Jersey yesterday, but like tonight, like what the fuck happened? Like, Have they ever followed up a good performance with another good one since December first? Dude, there's. There's guys named Radoff Balsers that scored a goal. <laughs> I don't, he was in, and he was just standing in front of the net. No one even touched him. I, I know, I know. Scandella skated out like 80 feet to just lose his man. It was and then Nelson really just poetic. stared at him like oh, that's cool, man. Go ahead. Yeah. And that's, then that four and two seconds later, all three forwards. If you watch like the behind the net, the on the net video, all yeah. three forwards just stopped skating. And that fucking. Yeah. And, and you know, I see a lot of people tweeting like it's not a lack of talent, it, or not it's not it's not a lack of effort, it's a lack of talent. Uh, it's a little bit both. I mean, come on, you cannot tell me that that's a team that took the ice tonight that had their head on their shoulders, that had drive, that that didn't just feel completely deflated. I mean, I get it from a human standpoint, right? I've been in a situation where it's over, it's hopeless in 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 sports. You know what I mean? It, it's it. It's a reality, and yeah, when you know that, when you know you're not playing for anything tangible other than you know your your intent, you know your your pride, your compete, your whatever glory. <laughs> when you, when you know that, yeah, your your performance has a little bit less like bite to it, it has a little bit less flair. But at the same time, these are professional athletes, and and they they're playing for jobs. You know, I'm talking about from like a high school and, yeah. and you know what I mean uh, amateur level kind of. You know, speaking like in boxing, going into the third round, knowing I lost the first two and I've got a four inch height disadvantage and there's no freaking way I'm knocking this guy out in one round. <laughs> like, yeah, you, you know, you, you, you have a little, you, you don't have the same flair that you walked into the ring with. But at the same time, I'm not a professional. I'm not fighting for a paycheck. These guys are. So uh, it, it's unacceptable. It's sad. Phil Housley's, you know, he's running out of buzzwords at the end of games and, and I, you know, at some point, like detail today, you know? yeah, yeah, you got to check the detail, <laughs> whatever the f- frick that means. But it's, it's clear he's not checking the analytics, which is by definition detail. Um, so I, 
I don't know what detail he's checking. I don't know. It's, oh, I mean, there's, there's still, the, the hard part is there's talent on this team. And, and I mean, if you want to say the two best players, you know, talking about something to play for, I think the two best players in the ice tonight were Pilot and Borgen, the two defensemen that really have something to play for to prove a point for next season. And yeah. beyond that, there was, there's nothing. I mean, there's I, nothing. I, I'm, I'm being honest. I haven't liked Eichel in about two and a half weeks now, getting borderline mm-hmm. in three weeks. Uh, Reiner yeah. had some moments here and there. Skinner, I, I still think that ankle's bothering him, but, I mean, he's mm-hmm. getting chances. He's not scoring. It, just, it goes up and down the lineup. I mean, you didn't have Ruslan in there tonight. Uh, Scandella and Nelson are, you know, your whatevers. The Bogosians, whatever, when he's in. It's just there's so much that, I mean, this team added 10 players. 10! Ten players in the summer. Ten. Half a team, yeah. Ten. Turn the roster over, and we have the same issues. Not to mention you traded Ryan O'Reilly, who was supposed to be the guy that was creating all these issues with his bad vibe in the locker room. But, you know, he's on the team that's going to be in the playoffs right now. And it, and it's and here we are. Here we are doing this in the history of Beyond the Blade. And since I've been – maybe I'm the bad luck. Since the history I've, I've been writing about this team, this is all <laughs> I've covered. And every year, every summer, you go into it. Well, it can't get worse. It can't get worse. It can't get worse. And it gets worse every single year. Every year it gets worse. When is it ever going to get better? When? It's not going to be next season. Unless what? They fall ass backwards in a, a top two pick again? And, oh, well, maybe maybe it'll be better because they have 15 top two picks now on their team. Like, it's just, it's unbelievable. I, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't have any faith in anything anymore. That I, I just... You're not going to sell me on anything. And then forget it. Forget selling fans on anything if some small, minute chance Housley comes back. I mean, you're – Never have. It's, it's, good luck. Good you're luck. never, ever, ever going to – the only ones you'll convince are the people who are still of the false notion. And I'm guessing these are just football fans who, who kind of like meander their way into hockey once football season ends who are under the false pretense that it takes three years to, to develop a system. This isn't football. You know what I mean? That that right. is the case in the NFL to an extent. But but you know, through the three year rule, there there's precedent there at least. In hockey, that is a false notion. I'm I'm sorry, there's evidence freaking everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. Two of the last teams went and were in the playoffs last year, New Jersey and Colorado. Yeah. No, Look no, at Arizona this I, year I, I fighting for a spot. They right. have like seven hundred and sixty six injuries and they're still yeah. battling. Yeah, and, and you know what? It, it, I, I didn't want to believe it, and I didn't even want to put any like stock into the thought because I, it's all, it's all conjecture, and and it still is. But it, why didn't Bodrill want Rick Tockett? Like, what would be the reason behind that? It just doesn't make is any it sense. Is it Bodrill want Rick Tockett, or is it the gambling thing where the owners didn't want him? Ah, uh, there we go. That's you. You're ahead of me. So yeah, and, and I saw someone suggest that on Twitter yesterday, and or maybe two days ago, and I, and I was like, eh, come on, you know. But hearing Terry today, I'm just like, oh, my God, he might have really put the kibosh on that. You know what I mean? Like, because I can't think – I can think of a reason why – or a precedent, at least, when Terry Pagula has been a meddling owner. He's been too close to decisions both with his football team and his hockey team. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't he say no to Rick Tockett? I mean, shit. I mean, built an entire – culture around boy scouts in, in with the bills which you know could be working might not but uh, it, it doesn't you know and that's kind of his mo like you know culture 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 and a guy with the former gambling thing might have rubbed him the wrong way and he might have just told bottle straight up not that guy yeah so if that's if that's the case i mean 
I almost want a hockey czar, even though I, by by definition, oh, I it's stupid. So I, I hate, hate it. So I hate it. I hate it. That's what Jason Bottle is. That's what Jason Bottle is. I know. I know. I know. I hate it too. But I, it, it's almost like you need an intermediary between those two. If if that's true, if Terry Pagula really is doing that, I'd hope someone like Kim Pagula or, or someone with any kind of head on their shoulders would realize that and, and make the suggestion because you can't have that. You can't have Jason Botterill answering directly to this guy anymore. He, he Chad, I get that he's a billionaire. You got to be uh, smart to at least some extent to be a billionaire, but what the hell dude, it's clear. He he's just out there. Like, I mean, I, I am almost rooting for a scenario where, like, he was tripping mushrooms with Stan Kroenke at the owners' <laughs> meetings, and like that's why he said what he said. Like, that would be best case scenario for me. My owner was on mushrooms today. Like, that's that's where I'm at. Yeah. I mean, what what do you do? You what do you, you don't do, do right anything? Now? You don't do anything. You can't fire you, the owner. You pray and hope. You pray and hope that it starts with the coach. That's what you do. And on the president yeah. pocket operations things, I, I'm always at. The, I I don't need any more goddamn cooks in the kitchen. Like I don't. Like, we had LaFontaine here for that, and he was here for, like, a month, and then he quit in typical Pat LaFontaine style and, like, left. Like, I, I don't I don't need that. Like, I, I just I, I just but, need but a guy who's trend, there who making the decisions. Former players. That's the trend, though, Chad. It's just always a former player. So, it's I know, but how did that work in Vancouver with Trevor Linden? How didn't. did that work out for them? It, it didn't. I'm just okay. saying that's Pagula's thing. He, it, it, I'm not saying it has to be by rule. I'm saying it has to be for Pagula. That's his thing. I don't need it to be a former player. I can give a crap who it is, you know what I mean, or where they came from. Pagula's whole thing is former player. He just loves the nostalgia of it all. It had to be LaFontaine. Right. He had to bring back Nolan. You know what yep. I mean? He's dead. Bader, Phil former Housley player. was a really good player. Housley, here. former player. It, it's it's just a con- – look at everyone in the in the Harbor Center development staff. They're yep. all former Sabres, every single one, which doesn't affect the Sabres at all, but it's it's still a Pagula company that is just obsessed with hiring former guys. I mean, you know, it, it just, it, it makes you believe that he really does have just so much influence, which he owns the thing, but at some point he has to realize after some uh, amount uh, or some lack of success for such an extended period between both franchises, he's got to at some point realize he ain't it. Like, he's got to delegate if he's not already, which, again, we're just speculating. But there's a whole lot of, of, I'm not going to say, let's say circumstantial evidence pointing toward he's a meddling owner and he's not good at it. Yeah, I just, see, it's hard for me to say that he's a meddling owner because I don't know how much he's involved in decisions. Like you said, it's speculation because we don't know. Um, Right. He may just want answers and somebody comes in and says, okay, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. I mean, Brandon Bean's comments saying that Pagula kind of lets them make mistakes and lets them do whatever, and you know mm-hmm. he lives with that. Uh, so I don't know. It's it, he's. It's funny when people say to me like they want to hear what Terry and Kim Pagula think because I don't care. And days like today are reasons why I don't care. I don't need him to come out here and talk about Tim Hortons and breakfast and make us all like an idiot. Oh. Like, I don't need it. I don't care. I don't need it. I don't care what he thinks. He might be the worst public speaker of he all is. time. He is. And that's why that's why God. they don't ever put him in front of a microphone unless they have to. I actually I actually didn't mind what Kim Pugula said. It was everything that no, she Kim should say. Yeah. Kim, Kim was, was fine. fine. So so maybe maybe the maybe, I like the I like the tweet you posted of Michael Scott just like shushing I forget who it was in the episode, <laughs> but, but like the their PR staff just like when their reaction to Terry Pugula speaking. Maybe Kim should just be the delegated speaker then. 
because like Terry just goes off. And you know what's funny? It's almost like he's impressionable because this morning Bill Belichick was talking about breakfast foods and how does breakfast <laughs> and Bill Belichick end up in Terry Pagula's sentence today on the same exact day? Like, come on. Yeah. Oh, it, God. I don't know. I mean, it, it's really, for me, it's, I, I think a lot of the focus goes on bottle now. I mean, I, honestly, I think it's it what it is. To. It's, this is his shit show. Uh, this is his coach he picked. And, and quickly, I do want to go back and be fair. You know, a bunch of people say, you know, Howells is the former Sabres player. Let's all be real. At the time, he deserved the opportunity. He was a legitimate candidate, and we were all excited to mm-hmm. hire him. So I think mm-hmm. that's. Mm-hmm. That shouldn't be lost in all this, I guess you could say. So that, that no, I, I guess I guess I'm just saying when there was a a second viable, equally viable candidate who had a history with Botterill, it's weird. It's just weird to me that I was convinced Taka was going to be the choice. I, I, I and by uh, the way, I'll fully admit yeah. I wanted it to be Housley of the two, and I was wrong. But I thought full on it was going to be Taka, and I just find it increasingly bizarre that it wasn't. Yeah, and it's. And now here we are, two years later. I mean, it was even a year and a half later where we're just, oh, you could see the writing on the wall. I mean, if you want to say even a year later, we could see the writing on the wall that this wasn't working. Right. And I, I, they're going to have to go find a coach again. I mean, you need, I, I'm not big on the retreads, but I'll tell you right now, if Minnesota fires Bruce Boudreau, you back up the truck and you give him whatever he wants. You need, hmm. you need that kind of coach here. You could tell me about his playoff losses all you want. The dude wins. He has a reputation. You, you just you you forget everybody else. You give him what he wants. I I think that ideally, if that happens, would be the guy. You know, we we talked about in the last episode of you know, of course the coaches brackets. I'm not going to hash on a lot of guys, but right. I I think I think they need somebody with these players, this team. They need somebody who has some. God damn experience with winning and is used to it and won't stand for losing. And yeah. I, I just, it's so insane that we're four years into Jack Eichel's career. We're now a season, I mean, for fuck's sake, we're two seasons in the middle stats, entry level contract, and we're a season in the Dallians contract. And looking at next yeah. year, I mean, what are you going to get next year? This team is going to effectively burn through Jack Eichel, Rasmus Dallian, in Casey Middlestats entry level contracts and most likely not even close to sniffing a playoff spot. And that's not ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Yeah. And that's how Toronto is doing what they're doing because they still have Marner and Matthews on those entry level contracts. So you can get Tavares in there. You can sign Marlowe. You, you have cap space. It's like an NFL. It's like a, yeah. you know, a rookie contract for a quarterback, the good ones. Mm-hmm. Like It allows you to do so much, and they're just they're burning through it. Just burning. It's, it's exactly how Chicago got so much success. You know, right. what I mean, a few years ago, that's exactly what they did. They had contributors on entry level contracts, big contributors, and and they they made their they made their hay that way. And then when their entry level contracts ran out and they were you know tight on the cap, they traded them for assets. They had a a sustainable system there. But yeah, we're gonna. It looks like we either already have you could argue, or we're gonna completely miss that window, and it sucks. And th- this was really, I mean, shoot, this should have been the second year of playoff contention. If you're looking back, um, you know, to the first season of Jack Eichel's career, right? By this time, I think everyone had us pegged, okay, this is the year we make the playoff. Not just a push, we make a campaign. Like, we make we make a run. Oh, my God, how f- far off. Well, you know what I mean? Like, just to think of how far gone this whole thing has become is just bananas. And like, 
yeah, you could change the coach and they need to, honestly, but you, you know, we can't ignore the fact that a lot of this roster is a, just a joke. Uh, you've got so many untradeable assets. You, you've got so much filler crap, which, which to an extent goes back to Botterill, you know, you know, and we've got the claim that he, he he's, you know, trying to, dig the team out of the hole that Murray put them in, which there's, there's validity to that to an extent, but I mean, he, he's, he still needs his share of the blame and all this, like you said. And, and yeah, I mean, but, but first and foremost, you've got to change the coach, man, just tone deaf to a, just a complete fault. <laughs> yeah. It, I just, I keep saying that I really don't have the words cause I don't anymore. I've, I've had this conversation so many times. We really have. We've sat here, and you've talked about this type of situation and how they get out of it, and it, it's just it, it's really like Groundhog Day. It just it keeps happening and keeps happening, and there's new ways. It's funny. There's new ways, but they're the same ways, and, and that's the crazy part. Like it's yeah, it's. I mean, you know, before it was just yeah, they were bad from the beginning, and then one of the Biles was here. Yeah, they're bad at the beginning, but they were good at they had a 94 point pace at the end, and then. You know, this year, oh, the 10 game winning streak, maybe they're good now. And then, like, they win like 14 of their what last like 50 games now, right? Or something like that. I mean, it's it just it, like I said, it's new ways to lose, but it's still the same stupid ways. It's it's epic collapse after epic collapse, embarrassing loss after embarrassing loss, putting more ridiculous poor marks on this team. I mean, we all point and laugh at Ottawa, but I'm telling you right now, this franchise is not far behind that. I mean, it's. Yeah. We need to do a drunk history on the Sabres hitting rock bottom. This is like number like six. <laughs> this is like the sixth time we've hit rock bottom, and it's there so many. There's rock still bottoms. like six games left, and they play Detroit and, like twice. I think Ottawa yeah. again. Like, good lord! Like this is, I mean, I mean, in a way, good because those are the teams that are below you. So I mean. You increase your odds of somehow falling into another lottery pick. I mean, maybe that is Bottle's plan. He's like, you know what? I'm going to go the Crosby Malkin route here, and like, I'm going to get two high picks, and then you know that that'll save the day. Like, it's Ugh. okay. I'm kidding. That's not really his plan. I'm joking. That's not really his plan. No, I know. I know. I'm just like still wolfing at that. It's just you know he's mirroring Pittsburgh in every way. And then what we're going to do is hang on to Housley until the 20th game, like we did with Bottle's myself. <laughs> This is exactly how we make. This is how you build a franchise. I saw it. No. And then we're gonna promote Taylor, and then we're gonna win a Stanley Cup. Trust me, guys. It's worked before. I've seen this movie. I'm just like going through my head and like making just a. a it kind of came to fruition in my brain a little bit. This this Ray Bradbury esque type of story, where a mysterious man comes out of a time machine while I'm sitting on my couch, and it's it's hazy. There's a shadow, right? As soon as I realize that. The man is me, three years older, and he whispers, "You will miss Dan Bilesma," and just disappears. <laughs> like, it's just, just imagining that the three, ghost of Sabres past visiting you. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, oh. and that's the sad thing is like, there's, <laughs> good God, I don't, I, I don't know if this is true because like I just read somebody tweet it, so I didn't fact check it at all. Is it true that Housley has a worse win percentage than Ron Rolston? Yes. Yes. Oh God! Yes. Oh God! It's so he's Ron Rolston without the gardening gloves. It really is. It really you should is. try putting gardening gloves on. That might help. I, <laughs> Anthony, I, I can't do this anymore, man. I can't do this. I mean, seriously, like if this wasn't 
technically a good job for me. I don't know if I could keep doing. I don't know if I keep doing it. This I I am just emotionally, physically, maybe I shouldn't say physically, just emotionally and mentally just broken. Like I I can't. I just sat there, in spite watching that entire game. Like I couldn't even like focus. Like I couldn't even watch Borg on a pilot because I was just so mad about anything. Everything. I, I, don't, I don't even know what the lines were after the f- first period where he changed it for some stupid reason. Of course, and I know he put the big three back together again because that's worked so goddamn well in the past. He has to go back to it again. It's... I, I don't... I just... I, I can't... Know, yeah. I, I, I just, there's going to be a day where it, it might it might literally kill me. And I... I <laughs> and I, there's no, the problem is there's no light at the end of the tunnel. It's still just dark. It's there's nothing that gives you confidence is going to get better. Capo Yeah, that might be it. That, that <laughs> April ninth might be your saving grace. That really, like it was last year, right? Super dope. And Worked then you completely forget about everything. Ah, well, that's all right. We'll be good next year. Yeah. <laughs> Just... Like that one's amazing. I mean, I, like I'm not, I'm not under, under, you know. Um, Underemphasizing how important that that acquisition was for us. I'm just saying, like you know, everyone's like championship. It's like nah, not yet. <laughs> but, you know, I, last week I had my older brother's wedding in Philadelphia. My wife actually said to me while we were at the wedding, "He's like, you look like just you look just not stressed. You look younger." And I'm just like, I haven't watched a Sabres game in seven days. I think there was something to that. I looked in the mirror. I had fewer gray hairs. Yeah, it was it was really nice. Like I try um, to talk to you about the game now, and like he was like, oh, I don't even watch it. I'm like, fuck. Like, just does anybody want to like share my pain, or is it just me at this point? Like, oh, I, I I'm watching Chad. I I got a, <laughs> I got a family related reprieve for a week, and I got to tell you, it did wonders. It was really great. Um, I, I even wrote an optimistic article after it. it really good. <laughs> I was after supposed to write day, something though. today, and I couldn't even do it. And like I I, I, how, I think I, I think I opened it my... and just stared at the computer and put it back away. And then my kids uh, stole honestly, it and all you... on me. All, <laughs> all you would do is just write a rant, and that's just going to be, you know, hot take material for later. Is you know, I mean, on days like this, and I'm overly frustrated. I can't even write. Like, I, I don't even want to because I just know it's gonna, it's gonna be, uh, I don't know, spiteful, angry, and that's that's not that's not quality. And it just sucks because that's what we love to do. We love writing about this team, and and when they frustrated us to the point where we, you know, what I mean, we're concerned uh, to to even like voice our true opinions on it. Like that's that sucks. That, that, that you're right. That is draining, and and it makes you, you know, not seriously, but you know, for a brief fleeting moment, not want to do it anymore. Yeah, it. Yeah, they they really do suck the life out of you. I just right. watched Ottawa's third goal. Super good. Oh, second goal. I'm sorry. The replay is just kind of playing. Oh, in the second background. goal. Okay, I was gonna say that's the one where Bolter yeah. was standing alone in front and no one touched him. That was the third one. But it's... No, this, this is about the point where my spirit broke. It's gonna be relived. <laughs> I, I think that was the point when the Pagula started, quote started to come out when they scored like, the second goal. I think it, it was it's like it was perfect timing of when they started to happen. It's yeah. I mean it, oh, and, and the players itself. I mean it's. I mean, another just thing on the coach. The, the coach, it just you could see it in the players the way they're playing. It that they're done. They, I mean, they they're done. I think they quit on this guy two weeks ago, but I mean now, I mean it's it's, and it's so funny because they're like, oh, how's he such a great communicator? That was something that that Pagula said today, and I'm just like, yep. how? How is he a great communicator? Is he communicating so well with his young guys that he's done such an excellent job of developing? Yeah, Tage Thompson's making huge strides. Like Casey Middleton said, it's doing better. But like, yeah, no, he's he's really been a, a prospect whisperer. 
it's just he doesn't communicate well after the game. He he seems lost. He yeah. doesn't seem confident to me. So when when are these like super awesome communications taking place? When he's just being a yes man? Like what? I don't I don't understand. And may, again, maybe it's lip service, and maybe I'm I'm just overly frustrated. But it, I don't know. It seems like there's just a a cloud of delusion that just perpetually ho- hovers over this franchise. It just—it almost seems like the people at the top never really have a, a perception <laughs> of what's going on. Uh, as you were talking, I'm sitting here, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, well, actually, I'm actually off a random Wednesday tomorrow, so maybe it's fate, and they will fire the coach tomorrow, so I'm going to be available to go to the press conference and just, as you were talking about, I was playing through my head, but that's probably not reality, but. Chad, you should go to just like the stadium anyway and say I'd like an interview just with anyone. <laughs> I want, I, I, these, I'm going to get so much traffic from any quote right now. Just, just stand something. outside. Just stand outside the big sign. I'd like to talk to somebody, please. <laughs> just, I wonder. Do they? I wonder if they practice. I'm looking right now. I would. I would imagine. I bet they don't. I mm, probably not. Uh, they might. I'd right be. Now. After a loss, they might be. Yeah, but there's the back-to-back, and then mm. you're flying home, and then you play on Thursday. My gut tells me no. no. Let's see. Uh, tomorrow is the, what, 27th, right? Yeah. yeah. It says no practice schedule for tomorrow. Yeah. So that's a shame. That's also a good time to fire your coach if you have no practice. It's a great time <laughs> to fire your coach. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, yeah, dude, it's just – I get, I, and it's so funny. I'm like, um, I'm split right now of, of like these two conflicting realities. Where in one part of my brain, I just know like they don't keep coaches after seasons like this. That just doesn't happen. You can't. You know, it, it would be a meltdown. There would be t- season ticket, you know, holders f- dropping out. There would right. be riots in the streets. That doesn't happen. And then there's another side of me that's like, oh man, this is going to happen, isn't it? You know, it, it's just I've never been. You know what? And I said this actually like four months ago, and it's even truer today. I have never been so vehemently against a coach who I've also convinced myself is going to be back. <laughs> I've, it's never happened. Every time I've ha- like gotten to the point of hating a coach, they've been fired like at the end of that season. Even with the Bills, the Sabres, any sport I've ever followed. It's like if I hate a coach, usually it's for good reason. And like the team agrees like, yeah, he's got to go. Yeah. But like, there's there's a, a wave of uncertainty. Like, we all knew Bilesman was done. We we all had that feeling, right? We all knew Nolan was done. We all knew that Dick Duran was done. You know what yep. I'm saying? Yep. And Rex Ryan, Chan Gailey, insert name here. Yep. But I don't. I know. I know you're much more confident. But I don't know that Phil Housley's done. And like, that's a horrifying potential reality. Like, how can how do I get up? Like, how do I get the gumption? To, to just co- seriously cover this team and not devolve into like this a young Jerry Sullivan and just be angry <laughs> all season and everything. Uh, it's so good. It's it's the life cycle of Twitter of not Twitter of Sabres hockey. It's yeah. Hope maybe oh no, Brock Bottom. I mean, that's, it's, so it's the four levels of like a season. And and, and you know this fault about or, or maybe it's just some it, it's i think it's it's potentially a fault sometimes it's good but i have i feel the need to engage with everybody on, on any article i write i just like to you know talk to people i don't like to ignore a comment i had no energy today to reply to it, like 
hardly any comments. Like the, uh, the regular readers, I give them a thanks. You know, thanks for supporting. Thanks for always reading, blah, blah. But just like the, the people who are like, just clearly like read the headline and said some nonsense. I usually just say, well, you know, if I can point you in this direction, but I was just like, I can't, I can't today. I don't care. I don't care. Hate it. Hate it inherently. Like, do you, man? It's just, it's, it's gotten to that point where like, okay, you don't want to like buy the product. I get it. Like I get your anger. Like I I can empathize. I'm angry too. So I'm not going to try and like tell you to just like, you know, temper your frustrations because why? Why should you? Right. You know, I, I wonder that Billings, I'm going to be there on Thursday. I'm really curious if things go sideways. And I'll tell you right now, Detroit is a much better team than Ottawa. That Ottawa team yeah. is a borderline AHL team. I thought about yeah. it on numerous occasions today. I wonder if you gave Rochester, Pilot, and Borgen if they could beat this team. I think and they could. I, I think it's possible. I mean, if, I think, Raj, I, I'm not even joking. This is so gross. I think if you take Jack Eichel out of the lineup, Rochester could could hold their own against Sabres. I'm not saying they beat them, but like right. they could hold their own. Yeah, that's so gross. Yeah, it's yeah. I don't know. Victor Olsen scores some cool goals, I guess. Right? That's that's what we have to live on at this point. <laughs> Literally going to Rochester in the first round to watch a game. I've never yeah. I've never actually like physically been in person to watch an Amherst game, so I'm excited for that. But Tate Thompson will be down there probably. So. Cool. Maybe he can cool. toe drag his way to the five eight five. Watch him be good and make you even more angry. Because that'll happen. It won't make me angry. I'll just cr- I'll just like laugh, cry. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> just ugly crying like in Blue Cross Arena. My friends are like, what the hell's wrong They're with you? They're winning. What does it matter with you? <laughs> <laughs> just H. Thompson. He looks so good. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. My giant that. son. What happened to you? Yeah, he's. He's a whole other conversation I'm not even able to get into right now. What's going to happen with that? But I, I just, yeah, I don't. I don't even know. I don't. I don't even. I don't even know to tell people. Like I, I try to give as much hope as I can, and I, I don't have it anymore. I don't. I, I can't tell you one reason to legitimately feel good about next season, unless they get. We said numerous times, unless they win a top two lottery spot. That's the only reason I'll have. Yeah, or or if they they like you said, bring in an established head coach and Bottero manages to like flush every bad yeah, you know somehow. guy with one year left on his deal, yeah. which I mean could happen. I don't know. I I wrote an article which obviously you know last week, kind of saying like mm, that's probably not going to happen. He might get rid of some of it, but doing it all in one off season is going to be pretty tough. So I, I guess look forward to twenty twenty, which is yuck because it's Dolan's last year of ZLC like cool that's when we'll be competitive finally <laughs> yeah nice and I'm gonna right. pay him 12 million dollars the next year right you know if he, he's gonna end up winning the Calder and just yeah he's not gonna beat Pedersen but you get the idea uh yeah Ugh. I, I honestly I can't wait speaking of the Calder for uh Pedersen uh Binghamton and Heiskanen to be the three finalists and my fucking head explodes no <laughs> that won't happen no chance okay Heiskanen will not be a candidate ahead of Darlene. I promise. And I'm as sure about that as you are that House is going to be gone. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Fair. I, I guess I guess we're the opposite in those situations because I can definitely fair see that happening. Okay. But you're right. I it, in theory it should. I mean, what does a kid have? 43 points. He's on pace for yeah. like 43 points or something like that right now. I mean, it's yeah. I I don't think there's a chance in hell he's not a nominee. Well, at least we have that. 
At least we have a nomination for the Calder Trophy. Isn't that what this year was all about after yeah, all? We have a young Swedish king on our blue line. Yay. Right. And Jack Eichel. Jack Eichel. And Sam Reinhart. And probably not Jeff Skinner, but maybe. We'll see. <laughs> Dude, if I were Jeff Skinner, I would get the... Like, not even because it's Buffalo. Just like this situation in a vacuum. I'd get the <laughs> hell out of here. Like, wh- why, would I, why would I stay here? Like, Why? No. Oh, God, it's such a mess. Yeah, I'll let somebody else. Unless he really likes Jack Eichel and really likes being close to Toronto. And Botterill sells him hard on this master plan he yeah. has. I mean, just putting yourself in Skinner's shoes, like you said, why? 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 Yeah. Especially if they're not even going to give me, like, the eight years. Like, fuck it. That's we'll just go to July 1st and see what happens. Yeah, that's literally the entire, like, that was your bargaining chip. Everybody knows yeah. that. Like, what, the rumors around that were just mind-blowing to me, but whatever. It is what it is. I don't know. It, you know what, though? I'm going to say this, and, and I'll, I'll sprinkle in just like a tad of optimism. <laughs> okay. Because why, why not? There's so much parity in this league. And I know I, I know, you know Colorado's a bad example because they petered right back off the next year. But right, right. And so teams, so teams can put it together, right? So I don't think any team, unless like it's an Ottawa this year or a Sabres in 2012 where you know it's a tank team, I don't think there's ever a year where a team is out of it, like to start the season, like they don't have a prayer. You're right. So right. there's no, there's not a league in the world with more parity. And so for that reason, uh, I – I guess I could not with Housley behind the bench, but it, if they get rid of the coach and make some at least reasonable enough changes to the roster, I could probably get up some enthusiasm and some optimism for next year. I probably could just because I know that the NHL is, is a league of parody, but um, yeah, man, there, there's a long way to go. You're, you're not wrong. And this was supposed to be when this was all wrapping up and it's disappointing. And I think we, we all knew kind of in the back of our heads, the reality of, okay, we've got a new GM after Tim Murray. He's obviously going to have his own vision, his own, you know, yep. we know this might take a little bit, but to have no, and, and you can point at the standings all you want, man. You know what I mean? Knock yourself out, but there was no progress this year. I mean, they got to be on, they gotta be on page for less than 80 now, right? I mean, what is there? Oh, second God, yes. one with six games left. Yeah, they're definitely on pace for less than eighty, right? I mean, because six games left, they're they're under five hundred teams, so three points plus seventy. Yeah, no chance. No, they're not even they're close. Not even close. <laughs> yeah, they're not even going to get close. Yeah, they're, they'll be lucky to hit seventy five. Right, in my so, home opinion. So that means they. So let's say, give me a number. What do they hit quickly before we end here? Seventy five. Seventy five. Best case scenario, sure. Seventy five, and I think they had. 36 points, I want to say, when they're in first place. I think that sounds right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that means in the last, I don't remember, I think it was like 26 games in the season, let's say. So we're 82 minus 26. So that means in the last 56 games, they'll pick up 39 points. So 56 times 2, that's 112 points. 39 divided by 112. That's... <laughs> That's 34%. 34% of the possible points, which over an 82-game season is, oh, my God. Was that, like, 30 points? That's a 57-point pace. Oh, wow. Yeah, <laughs> good, good math, Anthony. Super awesome. Yeah. It's a 57-point pace. I mean, I might be off there with some of the numbers, but still. Yeah. That's that's a worse no. pace than, last, than all of last season. 
I don't. I don't know. Improvement, Anthony. Improvement. Oh, that's funny. I was doing. Th- I was doing it into eighty. I'm like, where did you come up with thirty? So I should have doubled it and said sixty, <laughs> which would have been close. Yeah. Don't ask. Right. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> great. This is the, 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 yeah. No. No. Oh, Fifty-seven points. That, that's it. that's right with the tank season, right? Would we have fifty-two? Great. Good. No, that's real, real solid. Yes. Yeah, the, the, this team's not like markedly better than that team, though. So don't worry, it's still a really bad roster, right? Because that team had Jack Eichel at twenty-two years old, and Dolan, and Reinhardt, and Skinner. Oh no, wait, it had Xenon Kanapka. That's right. Now I remember. By the way, Great. I think it's going to make you really mad. Um, I'm already, I've already arrived at Angry Station, Chad. <laughs> no, is it probably going to make you really mad? I think I just, I don't know how long, but I think my mic has been on mute here for a few minutes. <laughs> that's amazing i've just been talking to myself that's so awesome everyone listening i don't know like, how long it's been going on for oh, everyone no, listening is like chad, chad quit anthony's devolved into insanity well at least he's like just you were talking, talking to himself that's awesome i hope it wasn't a long time i think someone on twitter would have said something i don't think it was long i don't think he's fucking listening anymore probably not we're just talking to each other i think it might have been just briefly oh, because i clicked a button to because uh, it's like screen started moving, so I, I think that was what it is. So but in reality, seconds you're talking to yourself. Sure, but in reality, your wife was definitely onto something tonight. I like this um, expected thing. Per shot. Yeah, they need more mustard on their shots. I think that was it. And like going with the food references that Pagula <laughs> lined out this, this afternoon, I think it, it's perfect. Well, she only she's only got that because I think like RJ at one point said like something about a shot having mustard on it. Or something. There was a lot of mustard on that one, and then she <laughs> ran with it the entire game. Like, I <laughs> more mustard. Can I get a quick story? Go ahead. So, like my wife is completely indifferent when it comes to sports; like has zero interest. And I asked her one time to uh, name three Buffalo Bills, and this was this was last year. And she goes, Dan Carpenter, who had not been our kicker for some time. I said, well, no. <laughs> Next. She's like, Andre Thomas. I'm like, that's a hybrid of Thurman Thomas and Andre Reed. Next. And she's like, uh, Martian Darius. I'm like, that that would be Marcel Darius. Darius. Also, also <laughs> not with the team anymore. So. <laughs> yeah. Darcel Marius. Darcel Marius? Oh, man. All right. Hill Housley. Hill Housley. Yeah. I don't know. This is about to end here, and for half of this fucking podcast, my mic could have been off. So this is—I think like this is running off the rails quickly. <laughs> so fitting. Everything about this podcast has been fitting. Anthony can't do math. Chad's on mute. Yeah, it, it probably, hopefully, it wasn't on mute during that whole math thing. Or they're gonna be like, "What the hell is he talking about? Thirty points? What is going on?" <laughs> yeah, what is that? Pays for thirty points? Just like me <laughs> monologuing. Oh, all right, man. Like I said, this is this is about to shut off on us. So I think we Great. have. They're basically the system's telling us we have to stop talking. So this is. is really I nice. think the system's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, at the very least, buckle up. Maybe we'll get lucky tomorrow, and something will happen. But let's not hold our breath for it, right? Sure. I'm. Uh, yeah. No. I mean, it, look. I hope on your day off they fire Phil Housley so that you can enjoy a full day of, of tweeting. <laughs> and I'll be at work. Just just DM me or text me or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, it happened. <laughs> I want to hear Pagula's quote after it happens, though. He's like, well, sometimes Tim Horton gives you gas. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. So I don't need to be liked. I like to be liked. Is that, is that the- <laughs> 
Is that how Michael Scott quote? My mind. I don't want people to like me or fear me, but I want them to fear how much they like me. That's what it is. <laughs> My mind's going a mile an hour right now. That dude is literally the real version of Michael Scott. All right. He is the NHL's Michael Scott. We better go. We're under a minute now. So uh, thanks for listening. If my mic was off for like 15 minutes, I'm sorry. I don't think it was that long, but hopefully it wasn't. But uh, thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. 45 minutes of nonsense and stupid hockeyness. (laughs) Uh, Bill and I will be back tomorrow for an actual podcast, and hopefully we'll have – maybe we'll have a new coach to talk about, but probably not. But you never know. Mm -hmm. So uh, thanks for listening. Enjoy your night. Six games left. Let's push through and keep yelling because it might get worse from here. So we'll talk to you later. See ya.